Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the Keep On Chopping On podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Franks. A um, lot to cover in today's episode, so let's go ahead and get right to it. Um, the first topic I wanted to talk about today will be Marcelo Zuna and the one-year $18 million deal he signed a couple weeks ago. Um, also, a couple weeks ago, the Braves signed Felix Hernandez to a one-year, $1 million minor league deal. My thoughts on both those deals, um, as well as Mookie Betts trade and the impact that will have on Atlanta. And I will also answer the question, give you my opinion on the question, are the Braves done? So let's get right to it. So a couple weeks ago, um, after I last recorded, the Braves went against my well wishes of the last podcast and signed Marcelo Zuna to a one-year $18 million deal. Um, originally, I was a little bit upset, you know, and I still strongly believe that Adam Duvall could produce similar numbers than Ozuna will next year. I I still believe that. Um, and uh, you know, looking at his stats from a couple, the last couple of years, um, twenty nine homers in two thousand nineteen, a batting average of two forty one, OPS of eight hundred, um, eighty nine RBIs as well in twenty eighteen, two eighty average, uh, but with just twenty three home runs and an OPS of seven fifty eight. But then you look at his twenty seventeen deal when he was in Miami, where he batted three twelve with a 37 homers and a whopping 124 RBIs, giving him an OPS of 924, which would be somewhere, if not better, than the OPS Freddie Freeman put up last year. Um, the Braves are hoping that they get the Ozuna from 2017, the one who looked like an MVP candidate, um, instead of the ones from the last couple of years. Um, still a solid player the last couple of years, but a little, you know, he wasn't as good as he was in Miami, in St. Louis. Um, you know, the 2019 season was probably a little bit better, but he was a little bit on a little bit, had a little bit of injury problems. Um, the seasons were basically identical, you know, one, he batted 40 points higher in 2018, but hit less homers and had a lower, um, on base percentage, um, and also lower on base, on base plus slugging, which is what OPS means. Um, and then, 2019, you know, like I said, he batted 40 points lower, but hit more homers, had one more RBI and higher OPS. So, Ozuna is a good player, and I really think that with the Braves getting him for a one-year deal, um, it's very worth it. Um, I, I do believe the Braves made the right signing thing, did the right thing by signing him. Um, but still, you know, I, I do believe Adam Duvall would be just fine out there in left field every day. Um, so let's go ahead and move on now to our second topic, which is Felix Hernandez. Um, so the Braves signed Felix Hernandez to a minor league deal one year up to 1 million. If he makes the major league roster, uh, this will probably just be a, you know, give Sean Newcomb or whoever else some competition for the fifth starter. Um, I really, really, really like the signing of Felix Hernandez. It reminds me a lot of Anibal Sanchez a couple of years ago, which, you know, the, paid dividends big time when they signed him in spring training. Sanchez was able to revive his career in Atlanta, got himself a nice contract with the Nationals and won him a World Series, but also gave the Braves a um, great season in which he was probably their second best, if not their best, second, I would say second best pitcher in 2018. Um, very solid on the mound, had a big impact on the young guys. Um, I think that's what the Braves are hoping that Felix Hernandez is able to do. Um, I don't think that he'll be just quite as good as, um, Anibal Sanchez, probably a fifth starter, 
but I think he'll be better, you know, knowing that he's out of Seattle. Um, he's got new coaches. He's in a new environment. You know, Seattle has not made the playoffs since 2001. The Braves just are coming off a division title. So I think the change of scenery would do him some good. Um, he's a lot younger than Audie Bowl was. Um, he, I think he's 33. Um, you know, but he does. He's lost a lot of his velocity. It's a very similar case. Um, you know, Anibal Sanchez, you know, used to throw mid nineties and had great strikeout stuff, and then had to turn over, you know, turn around and become a finesse guy with lots of pitches. You know, Felix Hernandez can throw lots of pitches, but he can't throw upper nineties anymore like he used to. So he's got to change his pitching style. Um, if he can rely more, you know, pitching the contact type of guy, um, he'll be a great fit in the Braves rotation, could mentor the young guys. Um, and really, you know, if I, you know, someone pointed out that he's half the pitcher he once was with Seattle, he'll be the best fifth starter in the game. And I fully agree with that. So um, it's a no risk, high reward signing, a very smart move by Alex and Zopolis. So um, I really like the deal for Felix and I, hopefully he can, um, you know, hopefully he can, you know, give us some value next year. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to our third topic. Um, and this is a really big one. Um, as many of you probably heard, the Dodgers made uh, probably the biggest move of the offseason, I would say, by trading for Buki Betts from the Red Sox in exchange for Alex Verdugo. Uh, the Dodgers also sent Kenta Maeda to the Twins as part of the deal. The Twins sit back an infielder prospect. To Boston, they go. Um, the Dodgers in a separate deal traded Jock Peterson to the Angels alongside, um, forget his name, he's a relief pitcher, um, older guy. I, I don't remember his name. Um, I'm just gonna be honest with you. And they got back an infield prospect for him. So the Dodgers made the move in the National League that should put them over the top. I'm sorry. The Dodgers have a better lineup than the Braves, a better rotation than the Braves. The only place the Braves could beat them definitely, with, you know, 100%, certainly, I think the Braves are better is in their bullpen. Um, I'm not saying all hope is lost. The Braves are, you know, I think still are the second-best team in the NL, um, and I think their bullpen can, you know, keep them up with the Dodgers. I just think that their offense isn't quite as good. Um, the Braves are really relying on the top four hitters in their lineup if Ozuna can be, you know, kind of similar to Donaldson last year. Um, it will be like the top four. The Braves will be relying on their top four hitters in their lineup to really carry them, you know. After that, you know, I, I really don't even know how the rest of the lineup shakes up. Um, I'm not in love with the third base situation the Braves have going on, um, you know, with Riley and Camargo. Um, I think Riley really is the better player. I'm sorry, Camargo's season last year was just terrible. He had negative war um, as a third baseman. And I'm usually not one who dives into the advanced stats, but when you have a negative war, it really jumps out at me. Um, you know, Camargo batted in the 220s last year. He was, you know, literally, he literally was below replacement level last year. Um, and, you know, and of course, two years ago in 2018, he was a solid third baseman, you know, actually a better, one of the better players in the Braves roster that year, but he would, he did absolutely nothing in the playoffs that year. Like he, I, I, I can't even begin the grasp because performance in the playoffs in 20, 2018 and then last year, I don't even think he made the playoff roster. 
he was so bad. Um, you know, and I'm hoping Camargo can bounce back. Um, but really, he had some attitude problems last year too. So I don't. I'm not in love with him. Um, and then Riley. You know, obviously everyone's got a problem with his discipline and his strikeouts. But the dude's hits got big time power. If you throw him out every day, you're getting at least 30 home runs. You might get 200 strikeouts with it, but you're getting 30 home runs. And I think that you know he's got a better arm than Camargo. And him really playing third base can help him focus more on hitting. Um, he's worked on some things in the offseason. I don't think he'll be great. I still think he's about a 230 hitter, but with serious, serious power, you know, 30 plus home runs next year if he played every day would be a, a you know, good possibility for Riley, a good goal for him to have. Um, so, anyways, back to what I was saying about the Dodgers. Um, you know, the Braves have uncertainty past their fourth, you know, five through nine in the lineup. The Dodgers have a better rotation. Um, I'm not saying the Dodgers' rotation is very beatable. I don't even think the Dodgers have the best rotation in the NL. I don't even think they have a top three. Um, okay, I'll, they probably have a top three, but they don't, they're not even in the top. They're not in the top two. Um, so the Dodgers' rotation isn't spectacular. Now they have David Price. I forgot to mention that part of the deal. I always forget Price was thrown in there. So you know the. The Red Sox traded David Price and Mookie Betts to the Dodgers, got Alex Verdugo back, an infield prospect back to Minnesota, and the Dodgers sent Kenta Maeda to Minnesota. That's the oh, full trade. Oh, oh, so I got that right now. So, you know, I'll take Price. Um, it'll be Bueller, Kershaw, and David Price um, as their top three. Um, they also signed Alex Wood and, you know, other. But anyways, okay, so the Braves, you know, the Dodgers with Buehler, Kershaw, and Price. Braves top three, in my opinion, are is, is Soroka. Um, I guess right now it would be Soroka, Freed, and Hamels. I think Fulte is better than Freed. Um, I'm not in love with Max Freed personally, but that's just my opinion. I gave you my full rundown of that last time. So... Um, Dodgers definitely have an advantage there. In the lineup, you know, with Bellinger, Betts, Justin Turner is way better than at third base, you know, than what the Braves have. Corey Seager's a better shortstop. Uh, Max Monks, he's got some serious power. He's not, but he's not better than Freddie Freeman. Um, and like I said, Betts and Bellinger is better than, um, I think both Betts and Bellinger right now are at this moment are better than Acuna, if not even. Um, I think Bellinger's better, but I think Acuna and Betts are even right now. Um, so, you know, yeah, the Braves have Acuna, um, but and the Braves have a better left fielder. You know, I think left field for the Dodgers is AJ Pollock right now, and that would be um, Ozuna's better than Pollock. Um, Bellinger's a good bit better than Enciarte. I don't think you need me to tell you that. And I'm one of the biggest Ender fans around. But, you know, there ain't no way. I would. There ain't no way Ender's going to be better than Bellinger. And then Betts and Acuna is a dead tie. So, really, the outfield is kind of a dead tie. The Dodgers do have a, a good bit of a better catcher, too. Will, I'm a, I really like Will Smith. He's young. He's a great hitter behind the plate, plays good defense. Um, he's better than Darno and um, Flowers. Um, like I said, Freeman has the advantage at first over Muncie, but Muncie's a great first baseman in his own right. 
Um, second base, I think it's Kike Hernandez. I'm taking Ozzy there, though. Third base, I'm taking Turner. Shortstop, I'm taking Seager. So, yeah, yeah, the Dodgers, and then rotation, I'm taking the Dodgers top three over the Braves top three. I'm taking the Braves bullpen, though. I know that much. I don't know a whole lot about the Dodgers bullpen except for their closers, Kenley Jansen. Um, I like Smith better than Jansen anyway, so. Um, and I was just really looking at the numbers last um, earlier today at the Braves bullpen, and I think this bullpen's the best in the National League. Um, I think, yeah, there are other teams that have really good bullpens in the NL, but I think the Braves bullpen's the best. Um, it reminds me a lot of what the Braves had with Kimbrell and Venters back in 2012, um, finishing off games. Chris Martin, his numbers are, if you dive into the, um, you know, go beyond his ERA, he's was really good last year. So was Luke Jackson. Um, believe it or not, a lot of Braves fans love to hate Luke Jackson, but he was a solid pitcher last year. Um, so, and then obviously Melanson and Green were both really good as well. Um, especially Green when the Braves traded for him. He had an ERA at around one, um, but his ERA bloomed up to four in Atlanta. So, and, you know, really the advanced metrics aren't in his favor. Um, neither was Melanson. Melanson was a, is a good pitcher. He's consistent. So that was the good thing with him. You know, his numbers didn't really change much. You know, he was great at limiting. He did not give up home runs. He rarely gave up home runs. Pretty good at limiting the walk. I actually had decent strikeout stuff, but, you know, he gave up a few too many hits for my liking, you know, especially for him to be considered the closer at the moment. I think, I don't think there's a chance in, chance in this world where Will Smith isn't the closer in the season. Um, it would have to take some serious regression from Smith for him to not be the closer because his numbers were absolutely amazing last year. Didn't give up a lot of hits. Struck out outrageous amounts of batters. You know, he had a strikeout strikeout per nine of about 13, which is amazing. Um, you know, so about 13 batters every nine innings was being strike out. You know, he didn't give up a lot of hits. You know, he didn't give up a lot of walks. You know, great at limiting the walk. Great at limiting the hits. He gave up, you know, he was, you know, gave about eight hits per nine innings. So less than a hit per inning last year um, with the outstanding strikeout rate. Didn't walk too many guys. Um, his home runs, you know, weren't the best, but you know he wasn't that wasn't an absolute killer last year either. So if the games, if it's a one run game in the bottom of the ninth inning, give me Will Smith out of that bullpen. Give me Will Smith probably, you know, out of the closers in the NL. Um, you know, I'm trying to. I mean, Josh Hader is probably the only one who's better than Will Smith in, out of the closer role. Um, so. And, you know, there are other players. I and mean, the Mets bullpen looks really good on paper, too. Okay, so now um, let's move on to our last topic uh, of the day, which is, are the Braves done this year uh, making moves in the offseason? Um, and in my opinion, they are. Um, the Braves, you know, already have a top 10 payroll in the National League, or in the major leagues, or at least close to the top 10. I think they're 11th. So right in line with their attendance, which is, you know, kind of where you expect the Braves to be. Um, you know, their payroll is highest in team history already. I don't think they're going to be making much, many more moves. I mean, unless one just falls, you know, if the Braves get Brian or Arredondo for a really good price, I can see them making that move. But as of right now, I don't think that the Braves have shown any interest in Bryant. And they've called about Arredondo, but I don't think there's, you know, any interest there either. 
So really, I think Brian and Arenado are both going to stay put because I I don't think either team is going to trade them. Um, the Cubs might find more intriguing ways to you know get under the luxury tax and trading Chris Bryant and Arenado just signed a big deal with Colorado. They made the playoffs two years ago. Why would they trade him? I mean, you know, yeah, they can get some serious overhaul for him, but you know, m- most teams are going to be you know like, hey, he has an opt out in two years. There ain't no what. There's no chance he doesn't opt out. So you're only getting him for two years, so they're not going to be willing to give him as much as the Rockies want for him. So, yeah, I don't think either t- either players go anywhere, and as a result, I think the Braves are largely done. Um, the Braves did make a minor move, signing Yonder Alonso to a minor league deal, but I don't really don't think that he's going to be on the roster to start the season. I think he's just going to last through spring training. Alonso probably is actually pretty decent as a bench bat, but the Braves bench is so crowded right now, I don't think he's going to make it. Um, so, um, I think that's going to wrap things up for me today. Um, so a little bit of a shorter episode, which is good because last, last, the last episode was very, very, very long and kind of boring. Um, so I hope y'all didn't bore you not too bad, too badly today. Um, and as always, thank you guys for listening and I'll see you guys whenever next time will be.